Hello, dudes. Yo. Hello. What goes down in the up? What? My friend said that to me one time, and I never forgot it. He said, what goes down in the up? And I was like, I don't know, man, just chilling. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not all here yet. <laughs> Neither am I, man. <laughs> you also look like you're in the Matrix. Me? Well, your screen. Yeah, it's very green. It's that. It's the overhead. It's the overhead lights. But my phone doesn't do that. I know yours is. We do this every time, but because I'm in the corner, I'm at the convergence. Wow, that the lights that would that one's it, that's the other one. Do you need that? Or you only grab your laptop? We're falling apart over here. <laughs> I have like three half working systems right now. But Jackson told me, I don't know if he did it, but allegedly he was going to the Apple store to apparently the computer he supposed to give me is like brand new. It works perfectly fine. It's like a year old. This MacBook Pro has this big processing. It works perfectly fine. It stepped and it oh, and it has a brand new battery because the school gave it to him and there's something wrong with the battery. They replaced the battery. He thinks that when they replaced the battery, something went wrong. Like they forgot to like hook up a wire for the Wi-Fi. So like the Wi-Fi doesn't work unless you're really, really close, like sitting next to the router, basically. So yeah. other than that, it works perfectly. You can get like an Ethernet thing. So I was like, can you go to the Apple store and see if it's an easily fixable problem? If not, I'm gonna just buy a new fucking computer. Well, I'm going to ask for a cash advance from Santa for a new computer. <laughs> hey, Santa, I'd like some cash for Christmas. Yeah. That's the latest on my technology. <laughs> I've been a very good girl. Can I please have money? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't trust you to, to... I don't trust those elves to make me something. <laughs> I just want the cash in hand. Yeah. I know where the store is. <laughs> also... I did not get fucking pre-sale code for Taylor Swift. It's very upsetting. Were, were you supposed to? What was this? I, I was. No, we, no, no, no. Are you what? No, Tyler has one already. Oh, I have one, but it hasn't act, activated. No, 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 no. That's not right. Okay. Tyler gets, I don't know. <laughs> one, Tyler gets one automatically because he has a capital one. Your oh. pre-sale code is the six digits of your Capital One card. Okay. So you don't get an extra one. Okay. But I did not get one. The code's only good for one ticket? I don't think so. I think you buy like a certain amount, probably. Like, I don't know. She added 17 new shows, so that's like, that's like a lot. Yeah. I never got an email about it. Yeah, so that's been a whole travesty. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Sad times in New York. Yeah, it's tough out here. It's been a rough Monday. We have a lot of a lot of work going. Oh, I have a fucking training shift at the game store. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. they're gonna they're gonna me out just be out of retail on uh, Sunday. So, do you get like discounts on the? Uh... I fucking hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Like, there's also four staff meetings. You game test. What? 
Oh, very cool. Yeah. So like everybody knows what the product is and like what the new thing to push is. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm so excited. Like, and there's not a big staff. So it's only, so it's only like a couple people. So it makes sense to like play a game. Yeah. 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 It'll be tight. Let this not be a good time. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm coming. I'll uh, keep, keep a, keep a, keep a job opening for me. (laughs) Okay. Keep an opening. Don't fill it. <laughs> we need another person. <laughs> Not gonna hire. <laughs> My friend who famously didn't like this place when we visited. <laughs> I didn't like it. No. No. Wait. No. I liked it. I didn't like the um the guy that person who was like pushing everything. <laughs> yes. And went just like less browse in peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also didn't like their logo. It was all it was all bland. All right. I am ready to. Get the fuck out of this dungeon. We are so far away from getting <laughs> out of this dungeon, dude. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a while, but <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you that I'm ready to get out. It's not that I anticipate doing it anytime soon. Fair enough. Like I'm ready to go abroad, but I don't know <clears throat> the next time that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, after this, uh the hellbreaker the hellbreakers. The the heartbreakers. I love hellbreakers. That's fucking badass. <laughs> The Heartbreakers are going on a cruise. Hmm. That's our next vacation. No, that's our next adventure. We're going on a cruise. Yeah. Oh, the Capital One exclusive card holder pre-sale has not started yet. No. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. It's tomorrow at 2 p.m. If you don't have a Capital One card, you get the regular general pre-sale, verified Ticketmaster pre-sale, is at 10 a.m. tomorrow if... You get a pre-sale. If you get a pre-sale, that's what that was. Okay, I was conflating you saying that the t- that people were getting emailed and messaged today. So I thought that was me, and I was like, "No, what the you heck? Capital One people don't need it. You just already have Got a pre-sale it. code because you have Capital One." Got it. it. Got it. Okay. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna start crying literally if I have to explain it. <laughs> okay. I do kind of love that this is bound between the two of you. Like you have all the knowledge. But Tyler has the Capital One card, so... <laughs> my Capital One card. Yeah, Tyler's going to leave me his Ticketmaster account and his Capital One card tomorrow when he goes to work. Otherwise, he's going to have to call out of work for 2 p.m. <laughs> I'm just having a rough day, and it's it's nice to just place it all on this this more or less trivial problem in my life. Fair enough. How are you doing, Kai? That's a really nice pumpkin hat. I like that pumpkin. Thanks. It's from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh. Huh? Oh, that's the one? Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah. Um, I got a new hat. Um, <laughs> I'm so fucking hungover. Like, today's just been like a, a loss of a day of my life. Dude, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Today's the last day of four days off that I had. Um, I went to went to see some bands with Ryan last night. It was like a like a bigger concert, probably the biggest one I've been to in like a very long time. Uh, it's like at like a new venue, um, right next to House of Blues downtown. Um, but it was cool. It was fun, and but just paying for it today. Mm-hmm. Well, other than that, I mean, nothing really. Was it Road, was it Roadrunner? 
No, Roadrunner's down by um uh like Warrior Ice. Oh right, right, right. What was it? What was this? Brian? Uh it's it's called MGM at Fenway. Oh okay. Yeah, that's it. We got the we got the dogs some sweaters. I think the dogs in a little suit would be hilarious. Yeah, I'm planning our jokes. Halloween costume next year is going to be him in like a little like tuxedo and bow tie. <laughs> like a like a. Hey, Jordan like wants a to Jason... know if you guys if you guys have ever watched watched Wishbone. Wishbone? No. Was that a movie where the dog dies in the end or something? Never even heard of it. Ty wants to know if it's a movie where the dog where a do- dog dies at the end. Oh, is that that's the dog detective one? The dog oh. detective. Yeah. Is it is is animated or no? No. It's it's like live action. Yeah. <laughs> the real so dog like, like Airbud. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> like Airbud with a little detective hat. I think it was like a show too, right? Yeah, that's what that's what he's saying. She says, um, she says a show. Yeah, it was like a little PBS show. Or yeah, Jordan knows. Seems as though this this may have been demographically skewed. No, I used to watch it. I remember it coming on at my grandma's house, and my grandma only had like basic cable, and so I. But I wouldn't watch it because I thought it was boring. But I remember you it at school. Out. Oh, she watched it at school. It probably did. She think it was boring. Did you think it was boring? She loved it. Oh, she loved it. Oh, Jordan didn't like it. Not all Jordans are created equal. So <laughs> created equal. Some are created. <laughs> Like, we don't all like the same thing, <laughs> even when we're little tiny beings. Wait, was this dog good at fucking everything? Super dog? Yeah. He's an he was good at fucking, fucking everything? That doesn't sound like a very appropriate... <laughs> no, was he good at... Was he good at... Like, he's, he's, he's Sherlock... He's Sherlock, like, bones in this one. He's... He's... He's Robin Hood. He's... Yeah, it was like a little, like, Nancy Drew, but he was a dog. Oh, I see the one where he's wearing a bow tie and a, he was a little Nancy Drew dog, a little, a little Jack of all trades, little, but like on the hunt for the mystery or the truth. He was Joan of Arc. <laughs> he was Joan of Arc? Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah. He's a little hobo in this one. Oh my god! I think he like probably. I think every <laughs> his fall from grace ended up as something different. Yeah, his fall dark from episode. <laughs> yeah. There's an arc where he like hits the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't solve like a murder. <laughs> god, this guy got redeemed. He no. He just forgot where he buried his bones. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'll get started. Yo, welcome to Drunkards and Dragons, where some people play something, and we do things, and we talk, and we have fun, and sometimes we drink. My name is Cowie, um, the DM for this round, for this session. Um, been DMing for a little while, plowing through this, well, not plowing through, but slowly trudging through this dungeon. 
<clears throat> uh, I don't have a fun fact this weekend. My brain is operating at 13% capacity. So this might just be the session where I just decide to kill everyone um, because I don't know what else to do. I cannot think. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. I think you guys are doing a pretty good job. And you just rested, so you're not running the risk of uh, getting a third-party encounter and all dying. So I think you'll be all right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's me. My fun fact today is that I fucking hate horses. Whoever wants to go can go. I got a mouthful of soup. I went first last time. I think it's someone else's turn to go first. Jordan, well, I go, go first, first every time. No, the players. The players. You know, <clears throat> the, the regular folk, right? Hmm. My name is Jordan. I play Zolus. Druid Half-Elf. My fun fact for this week is that one time Zolus came in contact with like really tiny elves and she stayed with them for like some months on end learning their toy making craft (laughs) 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 and it has shaped like a small a, a large part of her like um adolescent adolescent life and belief systems yeah when did you meet where did you meet those elves all the way in the north (laughs) in the cold (laughs) some cross lore there I was just thinking about how like Jordan was thinking about how like the Santa elves are like not like the elves in this world no (laughs) even a little bit they don't have any of the same like physical characteristics. True, they're they're a bit more gnomish. Pointy, pointy ears. Yeah, they are much more gnomish. And they walk on top of the snow. Well, I think Zolus, like in her retirement, will like devote herself to studying how those elves evolve. <laughs> it's ambitious of you to think that there's going to be a retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her retirement arc is becoming Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Are we going to do this at Santa Clauses? I can go, since Tyler's eating soup. Thank Hello. You. I'm Julian. I play uh, Yandar, the human paladin, uh, who doesn't have a Christmas-related fun fact, or at least I didn't plan one, so maybe I'll think of one for next week. Um, but <laughs> last time, <laughs> you I... What? And so you got plenty of time for the Christmas content. That's true. Uh, I'll wait for our Christmas-themed episode. <laughs> so yeah, last time I shared Yandar's favorite meal. And so this time I'm going to share Yandar's uh, lucky number. So Yandar's not big on to, um, you know, like mysticism, right? Like lucky number implies that there's sort of like a... Uh, uh, a need to like ascribe meaning to it. It's really just the number that Yandar likes. Um, <laughs> you can have a favorite number, <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> but it's not. But it's not lucky. But I, I guess it should be. I should describe his favorite. But yeah, uh, Landor, yeah Landor. Yandar. Yandar is very big on the number forty-seven. 
He thinks that it has like a really good balance to it visually, right? And he also thinks that it's a good uh, number to practice to. 50 is a lot. 40 isn't enough. But if you're doing 47 something, that's good. So like in the morning, he likes to start with 47 sit-ups, does his 47 push-ups, his 47 stretches, down to the left, to the right, up, down, all of it. Um, but yeah, he's always counting to 47. So if you ever see like Yandar doing his morning stretches, it's to 47. It's 47. <laughs> all right. If he goes to 50, he's going to suffer a level of exhaustion. So yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Up. He's like conditioned out to 50 or out to 47. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does he do his fours closed top or open top? Open top. Because yeah, because then, the, then it makes the forty set. It's it's literally balanced. But then, or I forgot like that. And then do, line, yeah. Do his do his sevens? Does he cross his sevens? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so does Julian in real life, as everyone should. Does he do like a? Why? What other like, number? When I, when I do my look? sevens, I oh, I go like up. Over diagonal, you know what I mean? I like I give like a little yes. lip. Yep. Oh, do you, do you, oh. does it give it a, I see, I see. a lip? No lip. Uh, no little. Okay. Lip. It's just straight diagonal, straight. All right. I used to do both. I used to I used to loop the top left down and then and then a uh, a slash through the middle. There's definitely uh, a name for that thing. There's a name for a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know what it is though. I was watching some video on like. Uh, like not calligraphy, but like um, typography, and mm. like the different ways that typography is more or less visually uh, readable for reading impaired uh, or visually impaired individuals. And so there's this like typographical font. Uh, I can't remember. I have it written down somewhere. But it's a, it was built to be as legible as possible um, hmm. for uh, you know for vision impaired folks. Uh, really interesting stuff. Really cool. All the thought that goes into the graphic design of, of letters. Again, sorry, not the point. I'll pass along to uh, our third heartbreaker, the titular heartbreaker. Wait, pause. That is really interesting, but Jackson says that the dyslexic fonts don't help him. Uh, I mean, I can look it up. It's specifically for folks like with dyslexia, with like reading yeah. issues. So, like, I'll he look said, it up. He says it's all bullshit. Mm. And- person with dyslexia i mean i'm curious right like then uh, i'll look at it i'll send it to uh i'll send it to you and you can send it to him yeah that feels like one of those things where somebody like some well-wisher didn't consult the community he was trying to help he just made it (laughs) well i think i think he did (laughs) well well well, it was a team of people but i do think that they did consult uh folks with reading difficulties Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Or at least they describe them, or he describes them as having looked into it. But I mean, again, obviously, I can't verify. Yeah, he went to uh, a bunch of illiterates and tried really to help them. Also, I don't know if Jackson's like combination of executive functioning difficulties like adds to it, but he says that like he, the way he describes his dyslexia is it literally just like looks like the numbers are and letters are floating off the page, like they just like that's how he's like experiencing it sometimes when he's trying to read. Well. But I think it is also interesting because he never is able to read like like he's never been able to read like books and stuff well. But he doesn't really have like he could read on the computer for a long time. So I wonder if the screens or the type of the way it gets like composed on a screen is easier. Maybe it's called Atkinson hyperlegible. 
Oh. Atkinson Hyperlandable. Okay. It kind of looks like Helvetica. Um, I don't know. I, I do know that they base it off of some family of fonts as, a, as an origin point, but I don't think it was Helvetica. I think it might have been the, uh, the Seraphs. Yeah. Oh, that would, yeah, that makes sense too. But it was with, like, it was in consultation with the Braille Institute. Like, they, you know, folks who care about visual reading. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm totally wrong. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. Uh, I'm Tyler. Uh, I'm a drunkard. I'm a dragon. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a lover. Um, Dinner and a saint. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Joker for smoking. I'm a midnight. Uh, yeah. Been there. Um, I'm drinking uh, Sauvignon Blanc Tokoweka. Oh, nice. It's uh, It's got a dodo bird on, or a kiwi on the front. because Not dodo bird, a kiwi on the front because it's from New Zealand. Very great region to buy white wine from. Yeah, they got really nice um, Sauvignon Blancs out of Mar- Marlboro, yep. um, New Zealand. Pretty much exclusively drank by the Nissan clan. That's true. They probably are funding a lot of that develop- land development out there. Great terroir. <laughs> this <laughs> Rogar's fun fact for the week is that um, he was really, really good at rock ball when he was in the orc, half-orc equivalent of high school. And he coined the term "power to the players" in his, in in the Forgotten Realms. Um, they they were not getting paid their dues for mm-hmm. you know putting their lo- their bodies on the line, and they needed more rights. So he started a union of, of literal power rock ball players, and yep, he demand they demanded power to the players, and. Whether or not they actually achieved anything is a story for a later day when I flesh out that story. <laughs> Fair enough. How how long was he a rock ball player? Three years. Like three years professionally or like three years total? Um, Three years total. It's pretty easy to pick up. It's a lot harder to put down. <laughs> that's, that, that's that's the league slogan. <laughs> no, <laughs> you would you would think, and that's why you know it it draws so many new uh, new viewers, yep. uh, new spectators every year because everyone wants to know why is it so hard to put down? <laughs> will 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 they put it down? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, here's my thing. All right, last time. We met the Heartbreakers, battled a large, invisible gray slot. Yendar and Zolus landed the final blow together, and the group got a chance to rest as Zolus pondered if they were even on the same plane or timeline. Um, and that was really it. It was a very quick, uh, or not very quick session, but um, not, not a ton really happened. Uh, it was a long fight, but um, you guys rested, so... We will pick up there. Um, health back, spells back. Um, Boys back in town. Hit hit dice. Um, All the good stuff. Yeah, you guys are here. The sarcophagus was empty. There's the hallway to the west. They still haven't really like Rogar stepped into it, but during the fight. But that was really it. And then there's the 
pipe leading back to the wine room to the north. Those are only two exits that you can see right now. Well, as the day begins, I'm going to get started by finding my steed. (laughs) Take the ten minutes I forgot it takes because I haven't cast a spell in forever. Um, I will find my steed. Bibithy the Warhorse. Bibithy <laughs> the Warhorse. Love it. Let's see if I can find an image for him. I almost searched Bibithy, but I doubt that would give any results. Might. I don't know. The name is stolen. <laughs> well, that's a good one, but it's not free. Whoa, that's kind of cool. Whoa, why does it look like that? Huh. <laughs> That's not what that's that's not what it looked like on. on it's like oh jeez, I really about practice. <laughs> yeah, you summon this horrid creature into existence <laughs> that it did not want. <laughs> it's like oh, don't look at this, don't look at this. I'll just give you. I'll give you this white horse. Why is it doing that? <laughs> it's like compressed. <laughs> yeah, why is it compressing? Oh, because the. <laughs> Yeah, these top-down like, horses are a little. Uh, <laughs> a little I, I think it's because I think it's because the the grid's on. Let me turn the grid. Are horses this wide? I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a horse shaped like two eights on top of each other. <laughs> All right, take a... On the third try, <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we, we finally get it. Uh so it is it is spectral in nature, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, so you have the spectral warhorse, and it's a warhorse, so it's, so it's fairly large. Yeah, well, wait, wait a second. Uh, is it is its size large? Um, or is it size? Four horse, five e. Should I pull up these specs for myself? Uh, it is a large creature. Large. Yeah. Yes. All right. So yeah, about. I mean, damn. Yeah. I'd say it's ten ten feet long. And we'll see, and we'll say two feet wide, two and a half. How, how, how wide is a horse? How many hands know. is it? Because I'm pretty sure that's, um, don't you measure horses yeah. by hands? I don't, I don't put my hands near horses in my life. That's not what I, I, I actively avoid doing that. Horses are cool. I hate horses. They're the scariest creatures. Well, that's a fun fact. My fun fact today is that I fucking hate horses. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna copy and paste that. I'm gonna cut and paste that until the beginning part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no context until you, and, and, until you get to here. Then you hear all, all the context. <laughs> and it would be really. It would be like I have no thing. My thing have thirteen percent. I fucking hate horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only hate them because they frighten me. Yeah. Um. All right, but you. But you. But Bibithy is here. <laughs> and you guys, you know, what's what's next? What are you doing? All right. So I guess we got to figure out. I'm, I'm saying this in character to to my friends. Like, uh, so where are we? I guess like, are we on the plane we think we are on? Is this like a demi plane? Did we get tricked? Is there a portal? Like, we should probably figure out. We should get our bearings, I feel. Yeah. Should we go back, should we go back to that loop and like. In the circle again? 
and then like come come back but like what what if those what if like resets everything what if those things come back yeah that would be, that would be very sad <laughs> let's just keep going i guess yeah i mean we've been doing okay just pushing on it's weird that there's nothing in this room though yeah what was the there was a bunch of little like guys on this crypt right frogs oh yeah just little frogs just like little like like ceramic figurines <laughs> but they're pretty much all shattered now are they all shattered or are they pretty much all shattered they're they're all in one way or another broken some are more intact than others like some just like missing a arm or a leg and some are completely shattered okay what do you think, Zillis? I don't know. It just, I, I don't, I don't like the idea if there is supposed to be something here, but there isn't because we went through that loop. And, it, it, you know, like we found that, that like moving key before, like what if we have to find more, but, we, but we're not finding anything because we're in here, then we're just wasting our time. Mm. All right. I guess we just got unlucky. Yeah, I think we can just take note of this as um, resources for our brain and not our not anything more. All right. Well, let's move on then. Do we want to go to that that room to the west? Sure. Yeah. I went into that hallway before. Yeah. What did you see? Um, I don't remember what. Cami, what did I see? Uh. From Nothing. where you were, because you you were just in the, I was the, like, like doorway yeah. of the hall, um, yeah. and you basically just saw that a little bit farther down it, um, there's like a little al alcove to the, to the south. Okay, but you, but you couldn't like make out anything as it does over there. All right, I tell them that. I say, yeah, I did not see very much, but there was an alcove to the south, and it kept going away. So there's there's options. Sorry, I was at my most perceptive when I was running away from <laughs> danger. Oh, so you're more perceptive when there's a threat to your life? No, I'm, no, I'm less perceptive. Oh, you're less perceptive, though. Well, let's, uh, I don't know, I guess we should keep exploring that, then. All right, who wants, to, who wants to check it out? Rogar, you already started it. You want to go see what's over there? I'll finish it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with you. Okay, I'm going, I'm, like, keeping my wits about me. I'm, like, I'm not army crawling this time. I'm, like, doing that, like, traips where you're, like, stepping, like, lightly and, like, keeping your wits about you. <laughs> I'm doing that. Okay. It, all the way here, and then I want to see what, what that thing is. Okay, so this seems like a I mean, everything in this dungeon seems like very, very old. Um, but here it looks like it's not, it hasn't been traversed in a very long time. It's very, very dusty, tons of cobwebs, you know, just not, doesn't seem like it's maintained in the way that other parts of this dungeon have been. Um, but about, you know, just about 10 feet up in the hall, there's an, a rounded arched alcove with a dusty but fairly ornate looking round table in the alcove. Um 
ornate in the sense that it's um, a more vibrant than a lot of other things that you've seen down here, uh, painted with just different shades of reds and pinks, um, not painted any particular image, just kind of, you know, um, just colorful, but that's it. Uh, there's a red and a pink table. And then the hallway ends another 10 feet down. It comes to a dead end. I have a feeling this is a type, either it's a type of trap or it's something cool, but unsafe. <sighs> I'm going to keep going and let you guys come in and look at it, too. Okay. I'll be just behind you. Yeah, I think I, I, think I clipped into the wall, but it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys uh, are kind of all squished in here a little bit in this hall, but you're in there. You all see the table. <laughs> you're all, all covered in some cobwebs. Yes. Okay. Uh, should should we investigate it? Does anyone have <sighs> good <time>? magic? <laughs> I'm not really good at noticing magic, but I have. No. I'm not good at noticing anything. Um, I'll investigate. Okay. Are, are you, you like physically investigating? I'll start with my eyes. Just what, just what? What do I see? Well, I mean, I I know you've described it, but would a perception check be helpful, or can I? You certainly can. <laughs> We'll do a perception check. Alright. Oops. Uh, not natural 20. Why is this thing a natural uh, I was hoping you would burn a nat 20 on this because there's nothing else <laughs> that you, oh. you've seen. Everything there is to see about this table, you know that the, there's definitively nothing else to look at okay. besides the, the table itself. I look under the table. You go look under the table, and Yendar is already looking under the table. Okay. I say, hey, buddy, anything? Uh, looks like a, a classic under the table. Ah, uh, if I had a nickel. What's a nickel? If I had a silver. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. I'll do a uh, good fashion investigation check, I guess. or an art. Um, Yeah, I'll do investigation. I don't know. I'm not good at these. Hopefully someone's better at these. Uh, yeah, Lucian's not great either, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's an eight. Uh, you you go, you feel around, you brush off some of the, the dust on the table. Um, I mean, you do notice that there's like an even layer of dust, it doesn't look like anything was there and got moved or anything. Um, but you clear off some dust, uh, move away some cobwebs, but nothing, nothing of note occurs. Um, can, I'm going to detect magic. Just now, after our long rest. Alright, um, detect magic on the table? Yeah. And, and the, like, I guess in the wall, the surrounding area. It's up to 30 feet around me. Mm hmm Yeah, for the duration, the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. Alright. You... Focus your mind a little bit and cast detect detect magic. Um, you sense like all around you is a 
large presence of transmutation magic. Hmm. Uh, what's what's that one again? That's the one that like changes can change stuff. Yeah. Or creates stuff. It's like one thing, but it's really something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember when you turned into a dragon? Oh yeah. What about it? That's transmutation magic. Oh, 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 okay. I dispel magic. I dispel magic. Uh, give me a roll. Fucking, I. <laughs> Was that just the word dispel magic? Okay. I don't. I don't remember what to do. <laughs> just, just, just roll a flat d twenty. Again. Well, but you could upcast it to you could upcast it make the DC lower. Yeah. Wait, what are you? No, you upcast it to or make no. make the automatic success higher. Okay. Yeah. Like a uh-huh. standard uh-huh. dispel magic, if the spell I think is level three or lower, it automatically dispels. Oh, that's and right. If it's, if it's above the spell level plus ten equals the DC. Okay. What were you gonna say, Jordan? I don't know what. Look at the spell sheet. <laughs> At <laughs> most, the DC is only going to be 19. Uh, you guys went dumb. <laughs> um, Alright, I'm going to upcast it to level 4. So I right. put my hands together and feel the magic flow from my necklace or whatever. My um, I don't remember what it's called. And I hold my hands out and try to dispel the transmutation. Where, like, on the on the table, on the table. Well, I guess it's, yeah, I guess the table. Okay. Go ahead and roll d twenty. There it is. Do I add anything? No. I got an eight. Mm. Right. Just be going around. The table hits me in the foot. <laughs> you tr- you try to dispel whatever magic that you're that Zolus is sensing from this table in particular. And you get the sense that it, you know, it's a very large magical presence and you are not able to dispel uh, whatever is transmutating (laughs) the table. Fuck it, I cast it at level five. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you're yeah, that's just gonna be another. That's just gonna be another high level. Don't burn okay. your slots. All right. I throw. I pick up a rock, or I pick up one of the frog statues, and I hug it at the table or the wall behind the table. All right. You walk back out into the uh, mini tomb. Vipathy kind of just looks, gives you a look, like <laughs> I've been summoned here, and what are we doing? Uh, he's for support. He's, he's my support horse. Give him a little pat. I say hello, horse. <laughs> you pick up a a deep, like a whatever frog figurine you can find that is the most intact. You come back over and you just throw it at the table. So you said no, I throw it at the wall behind the table. Oh, all right. Uh, you give it a chuck over the table, hits the wall. And shatters. So now there are no remaining, like, intact. Damn it. <laughs> okay, I'm out of ideas. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm willing to give up on this for now. <laughs> I know we know about it. 
It's not like immediately disturbed by anything. We know there's a lot of magic. Um, it hasn't been disturbed here in a while, which I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if if it's if it's been transmuted, would the dust be a part of it? Or part of the transmutation? I guess so. If it's really powerful and someone was very detail oriented, I guess that would be if you were really trying to hide someone or discourage someone from um disrupting it, whatever is there, then yeah. I guess that would mean we're falling into that trap. Well, I mean, if this is a thing, if this is a living thing pretending to be an inanimate thing, if I hit it with my sword, what would happen to it? I mean, if you cause damage, it, I would disrupt the spell in some way. Hmm. Or, like, potentially. In or if it, if it is living, if you hit it with your sword, it might hit you back. That's... Mm. Well, you could also choose to not be hidden. That's it's well, hearing us have this conversation. What, in if the open. It was, what if it was polymorphed against its will, and then it would take damage up into a certain degree? Well, what if I'm for a non-vital organ? I mean, how do you? Okay, what's the? Okay, okay, Julian. Okay, I know what's. What, yeah, how would I possibly know? How would I possibly know where the non-vital organs are while it's in this what form? Is a a table's know. vital organ. Yeah, where it connects the tabletop. To the <laughs> yeah. span. that feels like the neck, right? That feels <laughs> neck-ish. <laughs> right. Um, That's its spinal cord. Its you know, if I go for the bottom, I'm probably stabbing its feet, right? Is there a logic to transmutation, Solus? <laughs> Is our mystical expert? Um, I mean, how much would I know? <laughs> My skills about how transmutation works. Yeah, like for like a a sentient being. Yeah, get, I I feel like you could just ask Rogar because he was a, he became a dragon. Well, that's not. That's oh, not I, I, I didn't study. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> that's true though. I would guess. I would guess that there's probably some. No, well, no, because I no, no, no. Okay, here's so when you're a uh, like when I turn when I turn into an animal, like when I do wild sheep, like. Basically, I just have like a whole separate set of of stats. So, like the the that shape takes the damage, and like it doesn't disrupt me in any way. Until it bounces me back. Right. Right. So, like maybe I get a little bruised and battered, and like that previous shape takes the blow of it as I go. But it's not like. Like it's not like if the thing tried to cut off my head as a as another animal. If like it, I don't. I guess I don't. I've never been fully decapitated as another animal. But my understanding of the magic is it would pop me back into my form before it would fully decapitate me as a humanoid. Yeah. So I I guess my question is though, like you're talking about getting. Like trans transmutating to into another living being that has similar properties to a humanoid, right? Like uh, right. body, legs, feet. So when when like, when you when you shape when you but shape, the same, when you shift, hmm. but the same stands when I turn into like a wall or like past wall or like wall. No, right. But what what I think we're asking, I don't know how we ended up here, was <laughs> like 
when when you then when why you hit this thing right when when you transform into a, an inanimate object do you retain your like sense of body like is the top of your head and and the bottom of the wall is your feet or do you just become it you, you know what i mean yeah yeah i think i i mean i'm sure you could like channel up awareness i just like become it you can't hear you can't sit like you can't you don't have the same sense sense when you become an inanimate object all right so i think this thing wouldn't have up like body parts if it was all right. Does someone have a does someone have a club or like um something like can bludgeon? I just want to hit this thing. Yeah, I mean, I have a warhammer. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have a mace. Um, the mace of mace of terror. I haven't attuned to it, but you're probably you're probably better at using that than I would be if I were to take it off your hands. I, and I look at the I look at the table. I'm like, listen. I don't know if you're a living thing. I don't know if you're being forced to be a table or not. Um, we're gonna hit you. If it kills you, we'll revive you. Don't worry. Um, if you're good, I guess. Though we wouldn't know if you're dead. Um, if we get the sense that you're being transformed against your will, we can revive you. Right? You won't be dead forever. If it kills you. It, it might not even kill you. It might not even kill you. It might just pop you back into being you again. All right, <laughs> I think you're on board. <laughs> if you're not on board. That's a great time to transform and tell us you're not on board. <laughs> if you're and, really... okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess Lucian steps up and gives it a little Light. swing with the with his gentle uh, warhammer. Uh, he hits it. Let's see how much damage this thing he does. Uh, so he comes down on it. I mean, it's a pretty solid table, um, but he hits it kind of like on like the the left side, um, and a, about a quarter of it cracks off and falls to the ground. What's it made of? Uh, stone and ceramic. Oh, okay. Well then, this might be an inanimate thing transformed into another inanimate thing. Oh my god. What if it's the phylacteries? Ooh, just, um, it didn't play that's, what I, that's what I was gonna say. I knock on the um I knock on the like the stand of the table. So I guess I do an investigation check now that it's kind of broken, and I see if it's like hollow or something. Fifteen. Alright, um you crouch down, give the the leg of the table a, a solid knock. Um, but it's, I mean, it's, it's solid. Okay. Solid stone. Fuck. Okay. Do I, do I have polymorph as a spell yet? I guess I can't undo a polymorph because I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Is there anything on the ceiling? No. Above the ceiling? Okay. Um... What about, okay, wait, I go, okay, I knock on the other wall. The wall at the end, like, how it kind of, like, ends here. I knock on it. Is it, like, hard stone still? Uh, give me an investigation. Hell yeah. Ten. 
Um, you give it enough, and it does not seem thick as like if it was really a dead end. Okay, theory time. Yeah. Okay. What if, okay. Spin the what table. Spin the, whole, spin, the, spin the spin the table. table. Yeah. Okay. Spin the table. I try to spin the table. What if it's like the whole room, not just oh, here? Oh, like, what if the like my, the detect magic is within thirty feet? So, like in theory, it could be like not the table, oh, but here. So, fuck. what if there's more behind one of these walls or something? Well, what lit up as magical when you detected everything? Everything. Everything. Oh, everything. The, the, wrong the wall. The walls. The okay. the floor, the oh, ceiling, that's the table. Good. This room doesn't exist. Yeah, it could be inside <laughs> or something. Could be what? Like, couldn't we be inside of something then? If like everything's transmuted. Uh, I guess so. I mean, aren't you always inside of something? No. <laughs> Sometimes I'm outside. That's why we have the word outside. Inside the atmosphere. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, I help. I I help. I help. Rogart spin the table. Or okay, try yeah, I try to spin the table counterclockwise. Okay, um, <laughs> you you grab it and give it a little shift. Um, some dust billows up from the from the floor. Um, but that's it. Okay, think clockwise. <laughs> All right, then you twist it back, turn it back the other way. Um, nothing happens. Okay, I just fuck this. Uh, right, yeah, which yeah. wall? Which wall was there? I I tried to hit this wall, the 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 wall to the all the way to the west where the dead end is. But it's every wall, so like feasibly, if we keep, I don't know, I don't I don't know. But but when you physically investigated that wall, you basically you could tell that it it's not. You tell it there's something on the other side of the wall, but you haven't figured out how to right. get there. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Can I? Can I? I would like to like further investigate this wall. Can I use perception? Like, I just want to like observe and see if there's any seams or anything magic, like uniquely magical about this. Um. Yeah, Lucian will give you guidance too, so you have an extra D four. Okay. Perception, you said I can do. Yeah, you can do whatever. Okay. Oh, natural 20. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, no, you through the you wall. look around uh the edge of the where the where the wall meets the wall and you see Faint, you can see the faintest seam of light, uh, and as you go to like trace, almost trace your finger along it, um, without even realizing it, you somehow trigger trigger this wall, and it the stone wall slides down oh, shit. and opens up into another room. Oh shit! To, to the west. All right, you're lead on this one. So, this room, from what you can see right now, because, you know, just from the hallway itself. <laughs> this looks dope. Oh, there's a as, as you peek in, um, you can see that there are what appear to be large 
glass cauldrons and they're filled with bones look to be humanoid bones of some sort um you as right here you can see three so one on the to to your right so to the north and two to the south pretty much just uh down a line uh, along the wall you can also see so there's also there's a couple of pillars just stone pillars similar to the other room um and then to the south you can make out what seem to be um some bronze ish statues um again humanoid in design or form and farther into the room you can't see all the way it's it's dark in here you can't see all the way to the other side of this room so it seems like a pretty large room um but from what you as far as you can see like kind of just within vision is looks like a very old chariot and on top of it almost as if it's being carded um is a sarcophagus oh that's what you can see right now Okay. Interesting. And right now, only Zolus is in there. Yeah, she she's she's she stepped through the threshold and into this room. You guys can like see like kind of over her shoulder, not as much as she sees. For that, um, you also hear what sounds like uh, moaning coming from the north there's like a you see a little corridor going north from this room you can hear some faint moaning huh. uh, <laughs> what, uh okay who what kind of voice does it sound like it is like a young woman an old man is it unclear is it ghostly is yeah it... it's 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 not it's not clear okay but 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 it's like but it's consistent like unintel unintelligible moaning, um, almost like ghoulish, or or like zombieish. Okay. Okay. Don't worry, guys. I can turn undead. Yeah, we're actually very well suited for undead enemies. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried about this. Like, just metagaming really quick. This weird ass shadow on the ground. That looks like a fucked up bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you also notice it's a horrifying shape if you put it all together. Uh, like yeah, as I like notice the shadow, I like look look up to see what's creating it. You look up, so it's you look up. There's no light source or anything. You realize that it's not so much a shadow as it is, um. Like like painted onto the floor or or drawn onto the floor somehow. All right. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go first. Back me up, boys. All uh, the boys in the back, ready to back you up. This, oh, my health. We rested, right? My health is. Yeah, back. we're yeah we're good. Yeah. I'm gonna move up behind this. This is a pillar. Yes. No, um, like, are we in like sorry? light? No, we're down there. Um. Oh, so I assume that you cast dark vision on 
Yendar. Yeah, we yeah. Our morning ritual. But like we we consistently. <laughs> okay. Our, our wake up routine these days. Mm-hmm. So you start to creep into this room a little bit, um, shifting to behind the pillar, just moving up about ten feet. You see another pillar on the other side. You can assume that this room, you know, so that's it's kind of like symmetrical. Um, so the chariot that you see would pretty much be the center of the room. You're starting to see a little bit more of the of the chariot itself. There seems to be just kind of random treasure strewn atop the chariot and sarcophagus, gold coins, you know, silver um, goblets embossed with some jewels, you know, typical treasure stuff. On the chariot itself, you can start to make out some some paintings. Uh, and you quickly realize that it's the painting on the chariot is also of a of a bird, like a, a tall, long-legged bird with a long, sharp beak. You also notice to the all the way to the south, where they're next to those two statues, the bronze statues, is a large bronze shield. Uh, and engraved into that bronze shield is a hunter of sort, like a hunter posing with a spear in, in his hand, like in a, almost like a, in like a throwing mm. position. Um, the moaning to the north is a little bit louder, and you can, as you can see around the corner a little bit better, you see like there are some look like blood trails or streaks of blood going to the north. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna send Caterpillar north. To to follow the streaks of blood. I also can't move my character for some reason. You might be clicking the wall if I know. Oh, there we go. Cool. Oh, okay. A couple of geeky dudes up there. We don't know if they're geeks. Don't know if they're geeks. Geeky. It's like it's like geek esque. Not total geek. Functionally geeky, fashionably cool. <laughs> oh my god, we're back in the fucking drop it. Oh my god. No, look. I think we can get back out to the stairs. <laughs> oh god. This is only this is only the first layer. Remember. <laughs> um. All right. So you sent out caterpillar. I'm gonna use. I'm just gonna use your uh token. To represent. So you, you go up to the north, um, you see a a door. Okay, so you see a couple of things. So you see about a, a nine foot by nine foot door that is attached to the wall with chains and also attached to uh the wall with chains are three zombies. Now the zombies have their heads through the through three holes in the door and the way that the chains are positioning it seems like they are holding the door shut with the chains that are attached to to them <laughs> um yeah that that's what you see there to the to the west you see more cauldrons large cauldrons filled with humanoid bones um, also some more 
bones and like skeletons, skeletal remains um, strewn about the floor. Um, a couple more pillars. So, and then um, as you look a little bit more, just to get a full layout of the room, um, it is just identical on both sides. Three large cauldrons on each on each wall or on the east wall and west wall. So six in total. Four large bronze statues and one bronze shield okay. to the south. So I'm bringing caterpillar back for now. Okay. Um, what, what, what do we know? Why do? Oh god, I'm like all shook up after the zombies. Like that was like. Far too unnatural for for Zolus's <laughs> fresh fresh heart with no coffee. Um, what? Okay, why would <laughs> let's think back of all the things we've observed, all these plaques, all these letters. Did any of <laughs> why why are there zombies holding a door, which is basically what we saw? They seem to be in some kind of contraption on that door over there, up north. I guess why why would people be collecting bones for what purpose what kind of rituals do we know anything of that nature Lucian do you know anything you're a pretty intelligent guy when it comes to the lore most of the time like what what would what would be the intention behind a room like this it has to be like collecting for some kind of ritual, but like for what, you know? Let's look at the thing. I mean, like, how does how do phylacteries work? Do we know this? Like, do we know it? Yeah, I mean, phylacteries, in essence, trap a being like a lich's soul. In a way that, um, like tethers it to a plane, uh, so that its soul isn't in its body. So when it dies, it can come back through its its phylactery. Rogar um, says, "Like a horcrux." <laughs> yes, like a horcrux. So a being cannot that a being that has placed its soul in a phylactery properly cannot truly die until its phylactery is destroyed and its soul is either banished or put into back into its body and then its physical body killed. And how do you create a phylactery? That is a lot of dark magic that mm-hmm. t- and and rituals that take years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um lots of sacrifice, strife Oil, misery, like th- that, and it's not common knowledge. Like you, you need to basically be given those instructions through a deity or another lich uh, that is willing to show you how to do that. And if you survive the ordeal and the processes, then you have yourself a phylactery, an act, an active working phylactery. I would bet that we're in a phylactery factory. It's pretty satisfactory. 
that's a terrifying thought to have a uh i mean just like more than one well we know we're dealing with more than one phylactery but like that yeah that's just that's a lot um okay do we want to try to get rid of these zombies do we think that is helpful there looks like do we want to just explore the other things and see if anything crazy happens what is that sh- i don't i don't know if i missed this what is that like broken shield right below the chariot it has a warrior on it and like a spear throwing pose the bronze shield yeah, so it, it's not it's not broken like that. What, you, what you're looking at as a crack is actually like an engraving of a hunter like th- going to throw a shield. Oh no, sorry, I, I, a spear, almost like like a javelin. Got it. And then what are these two like humanoid things down here? So on on either side of the shield are two are two large bronze humanoid statues. Um, so four four in total, and they're standing on like two foot pedestals, and they're they're different. So looking at them, so one's holding a sword, two are holding spears, and one is missing its face. Oh God! Okay, uh, but holding no weapons. Correct. Uh, I don't know. Do, do these do these ring any bells to Obalaka? Oblaka is not. Is that the one that's in me? No, no. You have you have Moa right now. Moa, uh, do you know anything about bronze guys with swords, shields, and no faces? Moa pops into your into your minds. No, this isn't something I'm familiar with. Um. Okay. Well, I have a feeling that we're gonna trigger these guys into a fight if we touch something either bronze or we fuck with the shield. Or we do something wrong. So here's my suggestion. Since since the bone cauldrons seem very important, why don't you guys go climb into them since they probably won't destroy them because they're so important? And then I'll go kill, turn the zombies at the door in case we need a quick way out because like it seems as though they're holding the door shut by pulling it. But I could just get rid of them with turn undead. And uh yeah. Then uh we'll see what happens. Why do we have to go in the bones? Yeah, I don't like the idea of going inside of a thing with a lot of bones. It feels like there's a high chance that you would die in there. Hence well, no, the bones. I think that's where the bones are being kept. I don't think they're I think it's I think it's a safe place because they don't You think you think the bones are being protected? Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's a glass call. I've never seen that before, and it's full of bones. And you said that you have to have a lot of death and a lot of strife and a lot of whatever like sacrifices to keep a phylactery. Like, I bet this is like fuel. I bet this is like a furnace for somebody trying to like. But if this is a furnace, I don't want to be in the pot. Like, no, but you're a lot. Like, you won't like the the whole thing. Like, it's. Okay, that's a good. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second, though. I'm curious. Like these 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 containers do have those openings that we're seeing, right? At the top, the cauldrons. Yeah, yeah, they're open. They're open at the top. So what's directly above them? I mean, directly above them is nothing, but like up is is the ceiling about fifteen feet up. Okay. okay. Doesn't look like anything like gets poured in or anything like that. No. 
and the chariot is a tomb, right? There's like a it's like a crypt. With... There's, a, there's a sarcophagus in the back of the of the chariot. Yes. Okay. So that's interesting. I feel like we should do what we've always done, which is poke around the sarcophagus, <laughs> probably talk to a god, and then deal with whatever mess comes next. Well, okay, but like, let's do it strategically. Let's all stand in like a spot. <laughs> okay, let's all stand in a spot. Where would you? What? What should our spots? Pick be? your spot. Honestly, I I'm like suited for the zombies, but also like I have a lot of hit points, so maybe I should. I don't know. Like I should be like mid range. Okay. So, like, um, uh, Lucian has turned. So I should. Lucian has uh, turned undead as well so i can maybe we can maybe me and him, okay lucian me and you can like i don't oh, i don't know <laughs> zombie duty yeah yeah lucian you go on zombie duty you go to the door i'll go down here and deal with the assholes if they turn okay well i'll deal with the right hand assholes and or mm. oh i i like that idea all right so zolas do you want to deal with the sarcophagus or the left hand assholes <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the the sarcophagus. Okay, then I'll go basically to mirror. I'm gonna uh, stand. Be- I'm gonna stand between the phylacteries just in case. I'm gonna stand behind well, the pillar just in case. Not, phylac- not phylacteries. Uh, <laughs> the cauldrons. Yeah, because that's my theory. Is these things are important. Um. Okay. Are these ladders upright? Yes. Okay. Well, the, the the like they they are as pictured. So the one next to Yendar is upright, going up to the top of the cauldron, as is the one in the northeast. And there is a ladder on the ground. Okay. And then in the southeast, I'm gonna pitch that southeast ladder up onto the cauldron and like climb atop it. Okay. All right. Um. So. So I'm like functionally you, like here. Yeah. You you're on this ladder at like the lip of the cauldron yep exactly like i got like an arm on the lip like a hand on the lip and then i'm like leaned over like ready to fucking go i pull out my vicious morning star i'm ready to go okay lucian goes up towards the north these zombies notice him shit and as they go to turn around he's gonna use a channel divinity to turn undead so should we see our three since we're level high level so they're all, they're all going to do a wisdom saving throw. Two of them fail and are instantly killed. And the third one succeeds and begins moving towards uh, oh, Lucian. He like pulls his um, head. Yeah, he pulls his head. This one's a, I mean, seems like a female. She pulls her head out of the door and starts shambling over towards Lucian, as she does, the the door begins to lift as she's pulling the chain mm. and ar- around her and the door begins to lift. Um, everyone roll initiative. <clears throat> and that is where we will pause before Julian has to hop off for a little bit. Let's go to a terrible meeting. It's going to be such a bad time. What is it? <laughs> It is our quote-unquote practicum forum. So for two hours, we're just going in, in small groups. We're, we're like broken up into small groups of nine, our cohort. Mm-hmm. And 
three of uh, three people in that group of nine are the facilitator. All right, so they got to read the article. Well, we all have to read the articles. Uh, I read none of them, but we, we we have to read the articles and come up with questions and generate conversation, have a lively discussion about practicum and the challenges at practicum and. It's a terrible time because I, I don't give a fuck about anyone else's practicum. Like, uh, and, and no one probably cares about mine. Like, I, I just don't want to. I'm, I'm there. I'm doing my practice. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, that sounds like it sucks. It's two hours is absurd. Like, an hour, fine. Whatever. <sighs> All right. Well, yeah, I got a dip. Um, this is still going to, or this Zoom should still work. So you can all do whatever if you want. I'm just gonna leave. All right, see you later. Bye. Stop the recording too, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna sign Cowie. I just need um, Yandar's initiative roll. Okay. Uh, let's get an initiative roll. Wow, some good initiative rolls. <laughs> well, I mean, take a drop at a certain point. But I believe. All right, come on. Yandar's ready to fight. Let's go. Come on. That saves. Fuck. Yandar's not ready to fight. Um, <laughs> Yandar's the least ready to fight. <laughs> I never, I never thought about the phrase initiative like that. Right. <laughs> Fucking ready. <laughs> All right. Um, Zolus, you'll be first. No one is engaged with anyone. <laughs> there's, there's one zombie to the north, <laughs> close to Lucian. Let your guard down, friends. All right. So one zombie can domino into a whole lot. Uh, okay. I would like to. I want to do. Before I touch the the sarcophagus, now that I'm up close to it, I gotta move first. Hold on. What is that going on here? Oh, <laughs> oh no! Never a good sign when there's hexes on the screen. <laughs> Grid comes up. Okay, that's not me. Sorry. I'm gonna come over here. I would like to. Further, like, check this thing out to try to see. Now that I'm up close, do I notice anything different about... That's where the sarcophagus is, right? In the chariot? Yep. Um, Can I roll perception to see if I, like, notice anything different about it compared to the other ones we've seen? Like, a seam, all that kind of stuff. Yep, go ahead. 13... Uh, I, do I still have guidance or it's just one turn? I didn't use guidance last time. Uh, it's for a, a, a minute, so you'd still have it. Okay. So then plus a d4. Hi, Orna. <laughs> so 15. All right. You make your way to the center of the room where the chariot is. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty pretty tall chariot, uh, but you you peek over and look at the sarcophagus. 
you see uh i mean you see like uh similarly to the others there is engravings of uh an animal which is the the bird almost almost like a crane with uh with you know long legs and big wingspan but just with like a a sharper beak mm-hmm. um like a it does appear what's that stork yeah but more more vicious <laughs> okay um like a pissed off stork yeah so like a stork They're, <laughs> yeah. It's like mix a stork and a goose. <laughs> yeah, those geese don't fuck around. Famously angry. Does it, it does appear to be a lid, you know, a seam um between the lid and the the body of the sarcophagus. So presumably, you know, could be opened. Uh lots of gold pieces, you know, jewelry, necklaces, things like that, kind of scattered and strewn about the Sarcophagus and in the chariot. But other than that, nothing out of, like the, out of the ordinary or anything. All right. I'm just going to go for it and open up the sarcophagus. Cool. Sick. <laughs> so. I'm following through with the plan. That was the plan. Yeah, this is the plan. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trying to handle this room in a new way. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. So are you going to like get up? Like into the chariot, are you gonna like climb up, kind of, and and just try to lift the lid? Yeah. All right. You go around the backside and hop up into the chariot. Um, you notice as you are above the sarcophagus now, there's uh another bronze plaque on this one, um, on on the lid of the sarcophagus, and. It says engraved in it. It says bow before no one, and then you're going to lift the lid. Oh yeah! Now I really want to lift the lid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, a- bow. Wait. Did you tell us that it says bow before no one? Yeah. There, there is a. There's a line. Yeah, metagame, metagame, real quick. There is a right? line in the in the, uh, in the second engraving. It's we don't need a metagame. We can. It can be in game. Bow before the one true god or whatever. It says like, oh shit, where is it? Bow as the dead god intoned. Bow as the dead god intoned. The darkness. Yes. And yeah. Um, but yeah, as Yandar and Rogar process this information you give them, you open the sarcophagus. <laughs> you're able to do so, not easily, I mean, it's a heavy lid, but you're able to do so. Um, The gold and the and the jewelry and the jewels that are were on top of the sarcophagus lid go sliding off. Um, as they do, as they slide off and are disturbed, you see them begin to crumble and turn to ash and dissipate. As the lid is open, you look inside and it's empty. Are you doing anything else? Mm, no, I think I get spooked that the jewels start to disappear, and I like let the I like let the light go and like let it slam shut. Okay, it is back closed, and by the time it, you shut it, yeah, all of the gold and all of the loot, uh, strewn about the the chariot and sarcophagus is all gone. 
and disappears. <laughs> Nothing but darkness in there. Well, <laughs> oh, door to darkness. Maybe we gotta jump down. I'm not so ready for that. And I like jump off the chariot. All right. Uh-huh. Down off the chariot on the ground. Um, are you doing anything else? Um, Wait, it's a chariot. Probably all my actions. <laughs> I'm going to tell Bibithy to to get in the chariot position. (laughs) Oh, Bibithy? (laughs) Bibithy? (laughs) Come hither. (laughs) Come, Bibithy. Uh, (laughs) The chariot! Like exclusively talk to Bibithy like this. You have to talk to Bibithy in a fake British accent. It's the only way he understands. Oh man. Um okay, so Zolus, that's your turn. Um, Rogar, you're about to be ready for action. You you see Zolus do her thing. Like, okay, it's my time to shine. As you're about to do whatever you're gonna do, however, the the bronze shield that the large bronze shield to the south with the engraving of the of the hunter on it, suddenly the hunter engraved on it animates and does a throwing motion and seemingly from the shield itself comes a giant spear hurled towards Zolus. Well, that blows ass. Okay. I guess we're going to start hating art now. Like, I guess that's what our group is going to learn from this experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't trust art. We go to a museum for, like, a leisure time activity. We're all, like, smashing. <laughs> our group's going to be permanently banned from every, like, cultural site in the world. Uh, and you take 24 points of piercing Shoot! damage. Oh, my as, God. As this spear launches at you. Um, I have to do this as well. That's gonna be there. Okay. <laughs> I love that you singled me out. That's that's what I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was about to be your turn, so like you were gonna go, but it it jumped you in initiative order. So like yeah. it was like I'm gonna let you finish, but <laughs> it, and then, but, and then it went. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it is your turn, Rogo. Okay, great. So can you can you does is there? Okay, so he's like in that hex. The 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 shield. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I'm gonna pop down. One, two. No, actually, I'm not because I can cast it from a distance. I think. What's the distance on this? It is sixty feet. Okay, beautiful. I'm going to cast shatter over here, so the ten foot radius sphere hits the guy, and I think it would hit the one brass guy over here, but it okay, wouldn't. One, one to the east. Yeah. Um, and I, and what's the guy made of? Can I, is he also made of bronze or is he real? Yeah, he's bronze. Oh, he's bronze. Okay. So creatures that are made of inorganic material have disadvantage on a constitution saving throw. Okay. Yep. Against my spell save of 16. They, they fail. Okay, great. And since this is dealing thunder damage, I am going to use, what's it called? Wrath, uh, is it wrath of the, nope, not wrath of the storm. Thunderous Strike. Uh, oh no, not Thunderous Strike. Damn, they all have fucking similar names. Um, That's the issue when you theme a character. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, where'd it go? It's it, like the max damage one. The max, yeah. Okay, channel divinity destroy. No, what? Destroy, what is this one called? <laughs> it's the max damage one. Destructive, destructive wrath. Yes, destructive twenty-four wrath. points. Twenty-four points of fucking thunder damage. <laughs> oh, tip tap. <laughs> yeah. Sure. One second. Equal, yeah, equal parts. Fucking from Zolist back to him. It's gonna be so confused. It's like, is yeah. that karma? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So you see, <laughs> you see it launch a spear uh, at Zolus is right in front of it. You send out. Uh, what 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 spell? Oh, you're using shatter, right? So it's, it's thunder yeah. damage. Yep. You, this cacophonous boom uh, along the southern wall. The bronze statue is one with the one of the ones with the sword. And its head just explodes, um, <laughs> and like the the sword the sword goes flying out of its hands as its, as its arms uh, like bent and become misshapen. <laughs> the shield, however, doesn't look like it. Anything happened to it? Okay, the shield or the guy? I like 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 all all of it. So like the the guys in the the shield. Oh, oh, whoa. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So oh, the wow. image like, doesn't look changed at all. He's like magic. No. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Is that the one I'm thinking of? When, like, they have, like, the hieroglyphics or something and, like, paintings or whatever are, like, Big moving ass. and dancing. You know, you know what I'm talking about? This, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember that from the Emperor's New Groove, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically, like, he's almost, like, it's, like, a shadow-casted on it, or like he's like silhouetted, almost like behind it, like is animated. It is it like the Hercules pots? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Hercules, that's what it was. Hercules, yes, the pots, yes. But it's the fates, and they're all like moving from like left to right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that. Um, are you doing anything else? Uh, are, are you still are you still on the ladder too, or did you get down? Uh, I did not get down. I I decided to stay up there. Bonus okay. action. I'm going to. I have a. I have a. Emerald necklace, I think. For whatever reason, I'm going to don it. Just I don't know why. Just magic. <laughs> this feels good. Um, yeah, that's my turn. Right. <laughs> I'm now wearing an emerald necklace. All right, Lucian is going to just focus on the zombie for a second. Gonna uh. Hit it. What's his? Everything needs to have a dark mode. Every single website needs to start in dark mode. Um. Okay. So that will hit for maximum damage. And he takes his warhammer and he hits the zombie like in the ribs, and a giant chunk of its torso like goes flying off. Um. Still standing, but. Not having fun. Um, need to wait. Can you do anything else? Oh yeah, he has. I always forget to use this. Divine strike. He creature did extra one d eight radiant damage. Extra three points of radiant damage. Okay. Um, that is his turn. The zombie is going to attack him. Why not? Gonna swing at him with. His zombie arms. Dang, rolls a nat 20. 
Um, he was a bodybuilder as a zombie. Right. As a human. Yeah. <clears throat> Caught off guard a little bit. Lucian takes a little bit extra damage. Nothing crazy, but you know, it adds up. Yendar, your turn. Um, I yell across the room, how are you feeling, Solus? Mm, that didn't feel so good. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. So I'm going to move my 30 feet right here next to Zolas, and I will lay on hands and give her 24 hit points back. Okay. A nice little pat on the back. Yeah. And then bonus action, I will take out my sword, take out my shield, and uh, you know, raise my a uh, raise my armor class AC. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so now you are shielded as well. I've been playing a lot of I've been playing a lot of this new God of War, and my God of numbers. There's a like there's a lot of numbers in there, like a lot of little oh, stats, yeah. infinity things like that. My brain's all scrambled now, but yeah. All right, uh, that's gonna be it for me. Okay, so Alice, as you're about to go and get ready for your next move. Something else happens. You all start to hear sounds like like rattling, almost like uh like some some dice in a in a cup. What? And like being being shaken up, right? Some like like clattering. And next thing you know, out of all the cauldrons hmm. come crawling oh. some skelly boys. Oh yeah? Some undead skeletons? Mm-hmm. Okay. Some undead skeletons. Okay. So two come off from each for a total of twelve. Oh my god, okay. Alright then. <laughs> um and Where's our cleric? <laughs> They're going to one, two, three, one. Start surrounding you all. Good. It's really fun. We should have covered these pots. This is gonna be a lot of rolls. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a rule for our group now. When we see bowls of bones, we cover them. Cover the bones. All right, let's do some rolling. Okay, so Yandar again. One, two, three, four. Oh no, one, two, three. First one hits. Second one hits. What? The third one does not hit. Um, Zolus, you're getting one. Actually, let me roll your damage first. They're getting over, they're getting 20s? Over 20s? Hmm? You're packing the little skellies. Apparently. Yikes. You're also, you're also, oh wait, no, you are, you are getting, you're getting four. I didn't see that guy back there. Um, yeah, they're also flanking the shit out of you. That one's gonna hit too. Oh, yes. So, so as they just start, Slashing with their, you know, sh- sharp bones. They're just stabbing at you. Um, uh-huh. You take 16 points of piercing damage. Um, Zolus, you're going to... That's also going to hit. That'll be 8 points of piercing damage. Okay. Rogar. First one will miss. 
Second one will miss. Third one will hit. Four. Eight points of piercing damage. Lucian. First one will hit. Second one will hit. Third one will hit. Uh-oh. Four. He takes 14. Do you roll for your damage? Do you not do averages? No, I always roll. Nice. I hate averages. Um, it also, like, it just makes it more flavorful, too. Um, see. Okay. Is that all of them? So they're going to put their initiative count in. Where did it go? Oh, I need to go over here. All right, Zolus, top of the order, your turn. Okay. So I am just like, like, you guys all know that, like, Zolus has, like, some discomfort with, like, the more unnatural things. <laughs> this room has, like, been slowly chipping away at her, but, like, the rattling of the bones just, like, really push over the edge. And you see her do something that she's never done before. Um, and she casts Draconic Transformation. So essentially what happens is Zolus roars like a dragon to draw on the magical powers and take on some draconic features. So casting time is a bonus action. You gain the following benefit. Blind sight. So blind sight range of 30 feet, which basically means if something isn't totally covered, um, I can see it. Even if I'm blinded by darkness, moreover, you can see invisible creatures. Um, unless a creature successfully hides from you. And then I have a breath weapon. Um, so when you cast a spell, um, and as a bonus action on subsequent turns for the duration, you can exile shimmering energy in a 60 foot cone. So I'm going to do that. Um, but I'm going to move. A little bit. Um, Yandar's there. Yeah, do you want to hold until I move? Because I can move out of the way so you could get more guys. Um, I want to... I want to try to... Actually, I think it will be fine. I don't think I will hit you. Because I want to try to go for this thing first since it caused so much damage. And see what happens to it. So if I did a 60-foot cone from here, like if I did it and what centered the cone here, Cowie, it would hit this guy, right? Let's do some. Um, I wish you could do... You should... Yeah, like drop a cone in. Um, yeah. A oh, cone, drop a cone? 60-foot means 60-foot radius at the end of it, right? Yeah, so like I would say like it would have to go to hit him and like one of the skeletons. You have to kind of thread it here. I say you would hit the skeleton you are engaged with and him, but not the one farther away. Right. And if I move back, I would take disengagement first. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that because I really want to see what happens to this thing. Um, so I'm going to do that. And then okay. I'm going to use my breath weapon. Uh, so deck saves? Deck saves, yeah. Uh, the skeleton succeeds, um, but the shield does not. Right. So it's um, it's six d eight force damage. Whoa, that's huge. Yeah. What breath weapon did you use? 
I don't, just the the one that comes with the spell. No. A forceful one. Okay. <laughs> Force. Good thing. Force is an element. 25 force damage. Um, also, I have wings. <laughs> okay. Flying speed. What, what, is, what is this spell? I've never heard of this before. It's so, I remember I asked me about it a few weeks ago. It's from, I think it's from the new Dragonlands. Um, it's called Draconic Transformation. It's part of Fizzbane's Treasury of Dragons book. I have like the 5e app that like automatically updates all of them. <laughs> nice. I eat Rogar yells, You're like me. <laughs> oh damn, it's a it's a seventh level spell. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's a big one. Yeah, that's why. But that's we we debriefed. Zolus is learning. Yes. This is what we planned. Zolus is gonna use some big spells. Yeah, exactly. All right, so um, Zola, so great. This is teamwork. <laughs> corporeal wings and let out this giant roar. Um, this skeleton is just blown to bits, <laughs> and um, so Shoot. and the rest whereas, are terrified. They get the fear status. <laughs> but, whereas Rogar's thunder didn't seem to do anything to this. Shield, mm-hmm. your your force like sends a giant crack down the middle, um, almost snapping it in half. Beautiful. All right, cool. Um, I guess I'm gonna fly then. <laughs> How high is the ceiling? Uh, fifteen feet. Okay, so I'm gonna fly over like ten feet. In the air, and then here to position myself for another attack. Um, Wait, um, could you maybe go up diagonally to the right one? Here. Because then wouldn't I now be flanking both of those? Uh, if Zolus is on the ground, yes. If she's flying, then no. What? She? It's not flanking if she's flying? She's right next to them. If if she's ten feet above them, no. She hit them. They saw that force. No. All right. Beyond flanking, so. <laughs> um. Okay, that's my turn. Cool. Uh, the shield is going to launch a speed a spear at uh Yandar. Michael, this tickle. time that is going to hit her. Uh, 19 points of piercing damage as he rockets a spear at you. Alright. your turn. Okay. So, I'm looking at the rules for Firestorm, and it says 10 10-foot 10 cubes up to a distance of 150 feet. What What do we want to call a hex? Uh, I'll just change it. Okay. It would just be a cube inside the hex. A cube, yeah, or a, or actually, just do it on the um. That's heavy. Just do it on like based on the um, the floor tiles. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so I'm gonna hit these two so they don't hit Yandar or Zolus. 
three. So that's two ten foot cubes. Five for the shield. Yep. Uh, one for the cube guy. So that's three ten foot shield or three ten foot cubes. These two assholes. So four. Um. Five for these two, six for this guy, seven for this piece of shit, eight for this dickwad on top of here, and then... There's a guy behind you, too. Yeah, that's my eighth one. Oh, there's a guy behind oh. me? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's nine. <laughs> nine for that asshole. And my tenth one, you know... There's there's this guy too that's like on top of the chariot. There's a guy on top. Oh, okay. Well, he's not like he's not like on top. He's like to, like to the side. He's like behind the Endar. And then ten for him. So I'm gonna hit every enemy in the room. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so okay. they all make deck saves. Yep. Against uh, I guess it's my spell save. So sixteen. Okay. Zombie succeeds. Okay. That's a success. That's a fail. That's a success. That's a fail. <laughs> that's a fail. That's a crit save. Oh god. That that's a crit save. <laughs> that's a fail. That's a fail. That's a fail. That's a fail. Oh my god. That's a fail. Okay. So <laughs> the all right, just j- j- just roll roll your damage, and I'll tell you who's still alive. Forty-two. Okay. Two tens, two ones. Okay. Two nines. So two. That's a very. It's almost perfectly. Not not. Um. um what is that? Opposite. Yeah. Uh, palindrome. Yeah. Palindrome. Oh yeah. Ten ten one one nine nine two. Yeah yeah almost. <laughs> Um, okay, so is the medium. <laughs> yeah, the nine just needs to move between the two and the ten. Yeah. Is everything dead, Cali? <laughs> did I just did I just like eliminate a room? <laughs> Alright, so dead. 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 <laughs> dead. 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 <laughs> dead. This guy's I accidentally moved him outside the wall, but he's dead. Uh and this guy. Where are you going, buddy? <laughs> dead. Also how many was that? <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. Because that one's already dead. Um on top of that, most productive attack ever. This cauldron shatters. Oh shit! Okay. Um, that would be the only one. And yeah. So okay. So you you rain fire down this like burning and singeing of all these motherfuckers. This the cauldron right next to you gets exploded. Glass and bone go flying everywhere. Um, anything else? How's the how's the shield guy looking? Uh almost cracked in half. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um 
Can I still make a melee attack? No, I guess no, because that would be a, that would be a bonus action. I could, yeah, okay. That would be an action. Other rules, yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. I guess I'd have to climb down, so that would be like 10 itself. Head, so anyway. 5, 10, 15. All right, thank you for checking. I'm going to get to here. That's 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 it. Wow, what a t- <laughs> what a turn! All right, Lucian's turn. Proud right, of myself. Five, that's a good one. Twenty-five. I mean, they probably had like twenty points each, but it's okay. It's still a lot of them done. Like we are in a very comfortable position now, unless unless there's some uh, container thing. Like with these containers, I don't know what, what's going on with those, but. Right, what if it was fine. just like bodies, like a bone swirling right. around, ready to be like? Extreme? But that's the thing. Like, if all of these can like turn into more skeletons, like we need to destroy them. How many of them? <laughs> yeah, or cap them. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Uh, Lucian runs over and smashes this boy. Shoot, he's oh. dead. <laughs> that is his turn. Um, I destroyed nine. Thanks. As you guys begin, no, you were right. Yeah, begin reveling in your in your victory. Your bones come out, and what's that? Ten more skeletons arrive. One, the skeleton came to life. They come out of the one that popped. No. It's like that episode of Spy Kids. Or not episode. Movie? Like Spy Kids 2. Yep. I don't remember that scene. When, when was this? You remember when the skeletons oh, were all me, like... <laughs> let me paint you a picture. Please. They go through the little do, the little temple, right? They see all the skeletons. When they get inside the temple, they can't talk, but they can read each other's minds. Junie and Carmen having his little banter, like, oh, I heard you fart. I heard you, like, be afraid of whatever. You know, I got a moment. They mm-hmm. that. Carmen says, Junie, don't touch the skeleton. Leave them alone. And he's like, okay. And he's like, wow. And then he goes back and doesn't listen to his big sister. And he says, oh, he thinks. And he thinks, and you hear him think. He doesn't say that loud, but he thinks, like, wow. Like, they must have been... This must have been really important if they died fighting over it. And it's like two skeletons fighting over a like medallion necklace. And so he takes it. And then they go and it's like the temple is like a loop thing. And so like they get they go outside and then they get stuck and then they end up back where they started for some reason. And they end up back and they're like, oh well, now we know what to do. And then they go the other way. And then they're like, Why did all and all the skeletons are gone? Like, where did all the skeletons go? And then they go outside, and there's like a swarm of skeletons attacking them. And she's like, Junie, I told you not to touch the medallion. And then he gets picked up by a flying pig. <laughs> I don't remember it because I, I blocked Spy Kids 2 out because it's got that spider. It's got that big old spider in it. Monkey spider? I hate it. He's a spider monkey, spider and monkey. he's peaceful. I don't like spiders, don't like them. He's tight. He's like a shaman. Oh my god, I watched Spike so many times. I could recite to you the Julian, if you just want me to reenact the whole <laughs> s- the whole Spike Kids 2 for you so that you can experience it with us. 
All right. Just how? Just how? Quick intermission. That's Patreon content. Yeah. No, Patreon, we got to talk about Spy Kids 3. The co- you know, I think a controversial... Game over. A controversial entry in the trilogy. And it is a trilogy. Yes, yeah, it's not a quadrilogy because that fourth one does not count. There are no more after three. No, no the third no. one is game over. The fourth one is like Joel, Joel McHale. And McHale is the main character for some reason. Oh yeah, like it's not Carmen and Judy. No. Not at all. Oh, we just got Alba. Spider one, Spider two, Godfather, Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I love Spider. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a good. No trilogy show. All right. Um, <laughs> as the those guys did, uh, as the skeletons come out, uh, Zolus, you take twenty-one points of piercing damage. Yandar, you take nine points of piercing damage. From what the skeletons? More skeletons came out. Yeah, you guys are very quiet. Or, no, is Keller really quiet going. for you, Callie? Yeah, Jordan, Jordan is flying. Yeah. They can reach. How are they reaching in there? With what? Oh, oh, oh! You're you're flying. My bad. Okay, so they're not going after you. So more will go to your friends. Okay. Uh so Lucian will take the damage instead. It's very big of him. As he starts to bleed. Oh yeah, and then but yes, um. Tyler and Jordan, your mic's very quiet now. I don't know what oh. happened. Uh, Rogar. That misses. That misses. That hits. You turn down your that's head. a critical. So you're going to take one, two. So you're going to take 23 points of piercing damage. Okay. Because they start to surround you and stab at you. Yeah, Doug, your turn. With what? They have swords? Cool. Just like their sharp bones and fingers. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like jagged because like they're just like a culmination of random bones, right? So they're like some have like longer legs than their other leg, and like you know they're like broken, half broken off fingers, like just shambling bones. Honestly, that's how I prefer it. Yeah. I guess I will attack. I mean, I'm not. There's no one to flank. I look at Lucian. I'm like, Lucian, we could have flanked. <laughs> um, Sorry, I, there was only one left when I came down here. Yeah, no, I know. No. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just attack. Uh, it's going to be a 14 to hit. That will not hit. <laughs> uh, 15 to hit. That will hit. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, so this will be, let's put a, let's start with the first level Divine Smite. So that'll be, Divine Smite is 3d8, goes up to 4d8, because I presume these are undead. Uh, plus the d8 for the damage, so 5d8 total. Alright, nice. That was 5 oh, Those are d4. Yeah. That's why I was like, "What?" <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes more sense. All right, That's yeah. So that one in front of me takes, uh, or no, uh, not the one in front of me. One, 
on this grave thing. The what? The one to the, the, the sarcophagus, the chariot, the chariot. To my northeast, yes, that one. Okay, all right. Uh, you slice him as his bones go flying. He is dead. Uh, that's it. Okay. I look at Lucian and say, I could use some heals. Yeah, me too, buddy. Me too. Zol- <laughs> that's, that's true, yeah. Ooh, Lucian's looking, looking rough. Zol's your own. Um, I thought that, I thought Lucian was saying, like, it's Zolus's turn to heal. Like, she has healed. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> your turn. You do have to have a little bit, not as crazy. What is this red circle around? Uh, that's the one that exploded. Got it. I'm gonna fly over here and position myself here. Aim breath weapon like. Can you see my my thing? Yeah. I'm gonna aim it this way. To hit these two, this one, this guy, like these two, and this one. Uh, I'll say you can hit the you can hit the skeleton right in front of you, but if your your cone won't be big enough to hit the other one and the cauldron. But if I go, why not the cauldron? Because it's too it's too far away. It's like six, it's it's too it's too far over. I mean, it's a sixty foot cone. Yeah, it, like at the end, but I mean, it would. Let's see. So we it's, need so basically so, so the, if I'm directing it at the cauldron, it would be in the middle, and then it would be twenty feet on either side. So the, I just looked up the area of effect. Basically, like at ten feet, it's like ten feet, five feet on each side, and at twenty feet, it's ten feet on each side because it's a cone, so it's like even as it expands. So like here, okay. I get five feet on each side of where my where it ends at a ten foot cone. But then it gets bigger as it gets to here, and so it'd be twenty feet wide here. And then if I'm, I mean, it would go all the way to sixty, but it's not going to get that big. It would go t- ten feet this way too. Okay, that that works for me. Um, if I did it this way, no, that would hit him. Um, everyone that. fails. If I did it right there, then it would have hit them and not Yandar or Bean. Okay. Alright, they all they all fail their saves. Yeah, I was like, I'm too hungover to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really uh, lawyer right now. Okay. Six. Oh wait, I don't want to fudge stuff. Um, okay. Sixty-eight. Uh so they take twenty-seven force damage. And then that's so what's why this spell is so powerful is that is a bonus action. Mm-hmm. My breath weapon. So then I'm gonna use. Yes. Then I'm gonna move. I'm gonna fly a little more, and I'm gonna go right here. Gosh. And I'm gonna land, and I'm gonna cast lightning bolt for to go for these three in front of me. Yeah. Well, I guess this guy's. I don't know if I hit him. No, he wasn't there already. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go for those three. Um. So lightning bolt. I believe they also have to make dex saves. Uh, um, the f- the two in the back succeed, but the one right in front of you fails. Um. Okay. 
So then it'll be this one is the opposite. It's eight. Wait, but but so but that dragon spell is concentration. So if you do that, you'll be you'll lose it. No, because lightning bolt is instantaneous. Is instantaneous? Yeah, but, but the that's the casting time, right? And the casting time is one action. Oh, very nice. Okay. Uh, all right. Got you. All right. Yeah. Uh, roll, roll your damage. Uh, 26 for these. That guy dies. The, the, so the one rose right that you were engaged with. Gets shocked and becomes a pile of smoldering bones. The two in the back take half damage. Um, they're still on their busted feet. Okay. That's my turn. I'm just gonna fly in the air a little closer to my friend. Feel feel protected. All right. Uh, Shieldman is going to go for Usos and he's going to hit and do twenty four points of piercing damage. All right, I'm uh, going to rebuke the violent. Okay. So I'm going to use my channel to vanity. Uh, creature uses an attack within 30 feet of me. Uh, that isn't me. They got to do a wisdom saving throw. Uh, failed, they take damage. Succeed, they take half. DC 18. Um, he succeeds. So he'll take 12. All right. You can tell that. All right, so he sends out a spear. And you you channel divinity to send a spear back at him, and it kind of just clangs off of the the shield and drops to the floor and dissipates. Do um, I damage or it bounce it like bounce back? No, no, you still take the the damage. So you take twenty six points, or sorry, that was yours. Um, twenty four points of damage, and you need to make a con save. Sixteen. Okay. Um, you're able to maintain concentration on your spell. That is its turn. Rogar, your turn. Yeah. Alright. Uh, I'm going to hit the skelly in front of me with my vicious morning star. Cow, let's see what happens. Oh. 24 to hit. That will hit. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't roll the damage. Um, it takes five piercing damage. Okay. You give it a little bop. Um, but it's still still standing. Anything else? Bonus action, spiritual weapon. I put it behind the skeleton guy in this hex. Oh, wait. Where's my horse? Oh yeah, where's uh Bimothy? Where's Bimothy? He's in the other room. That's right, he did take the chariot. <laughs> yeah, no, he's supposed to be in the chariot position. So All right. what am I going to do with that? <laughs> he attack! He like is a he's an actual actual warhorse. Yeah, he should be attacking on my turn with me. Um this is a you problem. <laughs> I didn't see him on the screen. That's he's, yeah. he's coming. I'll put I'll put him here. He's in the room. He's making his way. He's, he's clip-clopping. Mm-hmm. It took him a few seconds to figure out where the fuck you were. You're down this dusty, cobwebby secret passageway. Spectral horse just like... 
trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's like nervous. <laughs> uh, okay, then I'm going to make a me- melee spell attack with it. Um, against the same guy or different? Oh, he is going to attack Shield Man, my okay. my loose spectral boy. Um, one the uh okay, roll the hit. Oh, do I have it saved? Sixteen. Double hit. Nice. Ten points of force damage. Right, you swing at. The, sh- the shield man and the the physical nature of the of the the spiritual weapon itself doesn't do any damage but the, the the force does and it cracks the shield man in half and he is out of commission all right good job uh now all the skeletons drop lucian's turn <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's do some healing. Um, he'll do a mask cure wounds at level five, so everyone gets twenty one points of health back. Oh, yeah, that's very helpful. Other than that, you can't really do anything. Yendar, it's your turn. Oh no, wait, okay. everyone gets a everyone gets an extra. Oh. Yeah. Additional hit points. Uh. Equal to so an extra seven hit points. Nice. So Twenty-eight total. Very, very healthy. <laughs> Rogar's landing these hits, and you see him just like fucking start like standing up straighter. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like people like vigorous. <laughs> All right, let's uh, deal with some skeletons. Let's start with that one. Um. That's a seventeen to hit. That'll hit. And actually, we should I should do them one at a time. So I'll do a first level divine smite. Five d eight. It's twenty four points of damage. All right, he's dead. Cool. I'm gonna look at uh, this one. That's a twenty. I mean, it's a twenty eight to hit. Um, right. we'll do another. Fifth level or first level divine smite. Wait, seven points of radiant and slashing damage. Twenty-seven. Yes, that was, he is dead as well. And unfortunately, I can only attack twice, so that's it. Uh, Are you moving or anything? Uh, I'm still engaged, and I don't want to give up any attacks of opportunity. So now, all right, sounds good. Their turn. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more zombies appear or skeletons appear. Three, two, go there. One, two, three. Cool. Not a real running out of real estate here. Seven, um, one. Ten. Oh wait, wait, and on my turn, Bibithy. Uh Plot, motherfucker. Yeah, he's gonna like attack people. Yeah, he's a warhorse. Yeah, so I that before they came, so it would just be the the few around you and Lucian that are still there. Okay. 
Um, well, he can move. Well, his speed's sixty feet. So, so, but does it does it take a like action or bonus action to command him? Oh, I have no idea. Um, let's find out. Uh, do, 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 do. Here you occupy the space. Usually, uh, you see, he can serve as a mount. Well, I could sit on him. Actually, uh, he's still coming my way. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't say anything about. Oh, uh, no, that's just as action. I can release him. Doesn't say. All right, I'll say um, you have a bonus action. Use a bonus action to uh, have him like attack. Right. Oh, he's pretty squishy. Oh yeah, no, yeah, definitely. He's not meant for war. It's more <laughs> for like recon. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, are you are you gonna do that? What? Have him come in? Yeah. Yeah, I want him next to me. I want I want to stand on him. Oh, oh yeah, I, I I didn't have. Oh, you get you. Oh, you go. You're going to mount him. Yes. Okay. Um. So he will be like there. Okay. So then the skellies come. All right. Let's see who's getting what here. Lucian will take three attacks. That's gonna hit. It's gonna miss. And that's gonna hit for a total of. Yandar, you will take one, two attacks. That will hit. That will hit. Eleven points of piercing damage. Zolus, you will have one, two, three attacks coming your way. Oh, I'm pulling. Oh, 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 you're fine. You're fine. So then. He will move, like he'd be under you. So that that would have gone to Yandar. So that's an additional seven points of piercing damage. Um, Rogar, you got three attacks coming your way. That's gonna hit. That's gonna hit. That's gonna hit. For a total of uh twenty-one points of piercing damage. That's exactly what I just came back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what we've been just going up and down. Yeah. Funny the whole time. Mm, that's all of them. Oh, this guy didn't move. I'll just put him. I'll put him here. This guy's gonna go here. Okay. Uh Zol, it's your turn. Here. Go this way. So I'm going for these two. This one, this one, and this orb. Uh, so you will hit two skeletons and a, and a cauldron. Yeah. So death save. Skeleton fails. Skeleton fails. Cauldron fails. 68 35 force damage on those three. Alright. They all dead. Um 
you also notice in that cone, you hit this pillar, and the pillar cracks and collapses. There's some heavy debris coming down from the ceiling in that area. Okay. Um, um, all right, cool. Then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna go, I think I want to focus on this. So I'm gonna fly down right here with my friend. <laughs> I'm gonna land and then do lightning bolts towards this guy. Do it on my shoulders. So, do it on my shoulders. Same thing, death save. Fail, fail, fail. They'll yeah. fail. Oh, yeah. Yay, so they're going to take 86. Lightning. Ooh, same thing, 35. Right. As you just begin eviscerating this entire room, they yeah. die, and that cauldron shatters. Cool. That is my turn. All right, Rogo, you're up. All right, I don my circlet of blasting. Which I've never used. <laughs> Start blasting. Does it, does it require attunement? <laughs> I want to make clear that I like flew popped up in the air again before. Okay. Yeah, my turn. Sorry. <laughs> you crouched on my shoulder, shot a lightning bolt, and then flew back up. <laughs> All right. So these two wily boys right next to me, they're both getting one, and then this so, called. Does does it does it require attunement? Nope. It doesn't say that. Alright. While wearing this circlet, you can use an action to cast a scorching rail scorching ray spell with it. Mm-hmm. Alright. It's uncommon, but it's not it's not ridiculous. So mm-hmm. um alright, so I cast scorching ray, I can shoot three rays. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm gonna fucking what what what's the base spell level? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a third level spell slot for an additional ray, and I'm gonna send. Uh, no, if it's if it's coming from a weapon like a, an item, you can't upcast it. Uh, it says what? It is to cast a scorching ray spell with it. Yeah. Right, but like it, like it's it's coming from an item. It's not like you're you, you're summoning it, so like you don't have the ability to to make it. Alright. To upcast yeah. it. I feel like at the base model. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you could take any weapon and make it like you could cast it at level ten. Hell, fucking yeah, I would. Well, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do I have to roll three three attacks for each? Yeah, I guess I do it. Right? Yeah, you uh, yeah attack for each. That will hit. That will not hit. All right, and then this one, this third one, is going for the cauldron. Well, uh, how 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 far is the range? Like 120 feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll, that'll hit. Alright. Alright, they'll take eight. Or I guess the second one takes four. <laughs> or no, I guess right. the second one doesn't hit, and then the other two. The other two take eight. Interesting. Okay. Uh, this one takes eight. Alright, so. And then this one. The one in front of you takes eight points of fire damage. The cauldron takes eight points of fire damage. And the other one engaged with you takes no damage. Okay. They're all still standing. 
as my bonus action, I'm going to move my Spectral Morning Star to the one who didn't take damage, and I'm going to hit him with it. The the one what? The one that didn't take damage. The 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 skeleton. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Got gotcha. you. Yep. All right. Yeah. You come over to the side. All right. Roll the hits. All right. Let me pull it up. He's not getting away from me. Uh, twenty six will hit. Four points of four. Four points of force damage. <laughs> come back. You. Ow. You make your statement. He's still. He's still standing. <laughs> uh, Lucian's gonna swing. That's a miss. He doesn't have any good bonus actions. I mean, everyone's pretty healthy right now too, so he's gonna save it. Uh, Yendo, your turn. Cool. Um. So I want to use my horse to shove people out of the way. <laughs> what would, how would that work? Uh it has an an attack that like it's like trample. It has to move uh like twenty feet. Uh oh, but I'm not trying to trample, I'm trying to like shove. Alright, then it would then I would say it would just be like a like like strength checks. Okay. Cause I want to basically be on or well, can uh can Bibbity get to the other side of the Chariot? Like, can you go over it? Maybe with some acrobatics. acrobatics. I mean, his legs, like, legs to... I mean, a horse can jump over a post. You know? Yeah, but he's he's also just just standing there. You summoned him next to you. He's not, yeah, he's not running. He's just standing there. It's it's basically like a a jump from standing and trying to get him to leap over. I'm saying, like, he can can do it. He can try. to push off from the front, you know? All right. Like, yeah, I mean, well, he's gonna can, try. He can try. He's, he's gonna try. Wait, you, you yeah. want what? Acrobatics? He said. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Acrobatics for who? The horse or you? I presume yeah. the horse. Yes, the horse. All right, yeah, so that's eighteen horse is acrobatics. Okay, he is able to do that. So you are now on the. He just doesn't. He he free willies it, uh, <laughs> and ends up on the other side of the chariot. Let's say movie. that's that's jumping movement, so that's uh, ten feet of movement they use. Right. But. That's cool. I'm I'm not going anywhere from here. Um, I'm just going to slash at the two guys below me. Good. It's gonna be a not natural twenty for the first one, and I'm not gonna use a divine smite. I think they're pretty. They've been hit right, right? Do they seem like there's any sort of damage? Yeah, the the one to your right uh, took eight points of fire damage. The one to your left took four points of force damage. All right, so then to the f- first one, to the one on my right, um, let's just start with a normal swing. And that's 1d8 plus 6. Yikes. I also could just click the whatever. Um, so that's eight points uh, damage. All right, you starting to get your bearings a little bit more. You know, on your on horseback, you haven't done a lot of mounted combat yet. Uh, <laughs> you you hit him. Don't make the find the best person purchase, but you know you get a slashing. Okay, let's try to get another slashing. 
That's another. Yeah, same guy. Uh, that's another not natural 20. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Another eight points of damage. Consistent. All right. right? Consistent. That, yeah. You find purchases in the same spot, and that, that will take him off. Okay. Uh, that's it for me. Cool. Skeleton turn. One, two, three, four. These two coming for Yandar. The other two will go to Lucian while these ones shift a bit. Um, he'll go here. Forgot about this guy. He'll go here. This guy will rotate. He'll be here. Okay. So Lucian is taking one, two, three, four, five attacks. That's a crit. That's a crit. Oh, that's not. That's not a crit. That's a dude. That's a fucking crit. Three out of that's, four crit. Holy shit! All right, so he's taking it's hot dice. So, yeah, so four hit. Four out of five hit. Three of them are crits. So that's gonna be sixteen. Callie, if you if you kill your insert character, like I don't know what that says about you. All right, <laughs> I know that this is um. You know, on on drunkards and dragons uh, podcast, where four uh, mm. mental health care workers uh, play <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons at various states of inebriation. Uh, I don't want to psychoanalyze you here, but if you, like, right, this is a uh, this is worrying behavior. I'm <laughs> gonna take forty two points of piercing damage as he just gets swarmed. Now he's not. Looking so good. Um, Yendar, one, two, three. Three attacks for you. Actually, they're going to start attacking your horse. They are scared of that thing. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. That's going to miss for 20 points of piercing wait, damage. Uh, which one? Wait, how many people hit? Two. I'm going to take. I'm going to use Aura of the Guardian as a reaction and take one of those hits myself. Okay, so you take... I'll take the highest one. Alright, you take 11 points of piercing. Um, Bipathy takes 9 points of piercing. Alright. Uh, Rogar, you got 2 attacks coming to you. Oh yeah, give me them. That's gonna hit, that's gonna hit. That's 15 points of piercing damage. That is their turn. Zolus, the dragon... You're up. Okay. Um. Oh my god, there's still so many left. Six, seven, eight, oh, eight. Ten. Ten? Yeah. Where are the other two? Oh, they're like, they're both in like, both groups of fives are, are in the same formation, too. Yeah. Three, four, five. Oh. Is this like an army? <laughs> I see it. It was behind the horse. Is this like an army? Hmm. The battle formations, right? Yeah, that loud in character. <laughs> <laughs> <An> army? <laughs> like it kind of feels like we're playing chess. Yeah, a little bit. Right. And Zolus is the queen. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. All right. Okay. This time I'm gonna do something a little different. I'm gonna go here. 
Um, and land, and I'm going to do lightning bolt first. Try to knock out those four. All right. Um, fail, success, fail, fail. Yeah. So it's that. 32 lightning on that. <laughs> right. Three of them get taken out. This guy doesn't? No, he's saved. Mm -hmm. Well, then he'll just have to be a part of my plan. <laughs> I'm gonna go right, fly right in front above him. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna direct my cone all the way to that orb in the corner. Right. Uh, they, he dies and that shatters. Beautiful. And I didn't disrupt the already crumbling thing anymore. Uh, I mean, you you sent the debris flying, ah. but it didn't. As far as you can tell, it didn't do any extra structural damage. All right, just gonna fly right above Lucian over there. All right, roll guy, your turn. Beautiful. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I turn and I look this skeleton in the eyes and I point my finger at the northeast quadrant of the room and uh, I just flame strike the last um, cauldron. <laughs> Alright. Uh, how much? What's this roll damage? Okay. Um, well, it says each creature within must make a dexterity saving throw, but since there's not really like a creature sentient or active, I guess it's just 4d6 fire and 4d6 radiant, so 8d6. Uh, yeah, it, um, inanimate objects automatically fail. Um, dex saves. Uh, all right, yes, with a menacing glare, uh, you send fire and radiance down upon it and the last cauldron shatters. He picked and it was 20 points of damage. That's bad. It's yeah. not great. Yep. Well, uh, anything else? Yeah. Spiritual weapon. Fucking. <laughs> the one next to me, the one that I'm not even looking at, the one that is engaged with the spiritual weapon, uh, is going to mm -hmm. get banged on the head. Just a nice knock. Um, oh, damn it. Thirteen. That will not hit. Fuck. Uh, all right. Well, that sucks. Um. Uh, <laughs> damn. I like. <laughs> Rogar like kind of like you know like in like an anime when like the like sweat drop kind of hits for a second. You're like, ooh, and they're like, ooh, sorry, like I didn't mean to actually affront you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that kind of happens. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Lucian's turn. He's going to use his channel divinity to use preserve life to use an action to evoke healing energy that can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level. Um, any creatures within 30 feet, divide them amongst them however you want, but it, Cannot res restore anyone to above half health, so he can really only do it to himself because everyone is 
Those will heal. Put him, yeah, he'll put himself to half health, um, which will be 43. Okay. Um, it's his turn. Just trying to get his bearings. Yandar, your turn. Uh, I will attack some skeletons. Be a 25 to hit. Uh, I'm just gonna stick with regular. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Another eight. Uh, which one are you attacking? Uh, the one that's been hit already. Whichever one's been hit. This one's been hit a few times by, um, Rogar. You help him finish the job. Alright. So everyone else is looking fresh? Yep. Alright. Well, here okay. we go. Uh, 17 to hit. That will hit. And that's going to be... Ooh! 10 points. 10 points. Or no, uh, no, 6, uh, yeah, 14. Plus, 14. Plus 6, yeah, yeah. alright. 14 points. Alright, you give a, give a good whack to one, uh, it buckles a little bit, but it's still on its knees. Uh, still on its feet. Cool. Um, that's it for me. Alright, their turn. Not giving up. So these... Lucian's gonna get three attacks. I... I swear to God, that's another crit. No. What? You're lying. That's if a miss. Trying, I don't know. I swear to fucking God, and that's a hit. So he's gonna take... So one crit. And he healed. Gonna be Twenty plus five dice. Another yeah. ten, so thirty points of damage. Oh, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> dead. <laughs> he's not dead. Imagine, imagine like snorting back up the blood coming out of your nose, and then somebody hits you as hard, and both your nostrils start bleeding. <laughs> Just being like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bipathy is going to take two <laughs> attacks. <laughs> They're going to hit for a total of uh, 11 points of piercing damage. Uh, what was the highest? Uh, six. I'll take that. All right. <laughs> you really want Bipathy to stay alive. Yeah. So it would be right, how much to him? He takes, he takes five. You take six. It's five. Okay. I'll take six. You gonna start laying on hands? <laughs> That's yeah. I was thinking about. I was thinking about using uh, sanctuary too. Zola, it's your turn. I'm gonna evolution out. Go for these two. Not hit Lucian. Um, just with my breath weapon. Um, so deck saves for those two. Uh, they both fail. As you roar and send bones flying against the wall, they're both dead. Okay. Um, I'm going to then fly and engage this one. Um, yeah. And I'm going to cast Primal Savagery, also instantaneous, casting time one action, and I'm going to upcast it to level 1, so I'm going to attack him, so it'll be 21 to hit. Hits. Cool. So he's going to take 
12 acid damage as I slash at him with my claws. Alright, uh, you see the acid burning through his brittle bones. Um, he's still standing, but not doing great. Um, anything else? Um, no. I'm not, are we flanking him? Just so, for my understanding. <laughs> if if you're on the ground, yes. Yeah, I have to be on the ground. I wouldn't be able to hit him if I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Good to know. That means my attack, like my attack, are at advantage, and so are Lucian. They're not. They're not at advantage. The AC is just different. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Thank you. That's yep. okay. All right, Rogar, you're up. All right. Um, gonna hit this guy with my vicious morning star. Alright, you gotta score to settle with this fucker. Yep, this fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the bones are the money, and I'm gonna get the money. (laughs) Bones are their money. So are the so are the worms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they yeah, we'll pull your hair <laughs> up, not out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so a twenty-one will hit. All right, five points of piercing damage. Okay, you're chipping away, man. You rolled so many ones for damage tonight. <laughs> you went from killing twelve, like twelve. Skeletons in one in one attack to, to roll to like five, consistently rolling five damage. Yeah. Duality of uh, a cleric. Um. All right. So he takes five piercing damage. You're gonna use your um. Yeah. I want to spend. Section. I want to spend. I want to shoot the spiritual weapon through his fucking jaw. What? I want Zolas to catch it on the other side. That's how hard I want to send it through the fucking next fifteen feet in front of me. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fourteen. You. S- oh yeah, you're you're flanking. Okay, you send it and. Yeah, yeah. I'm flanking it, my, it, my own fucking weapon. <laughs> it it barrels through, right through his jaw, and like his head, like skull, like spins off his body. He stands there for a second before collapsing dead. Um. This flies over that side. All right. Fucking here we go. All right. Now, I don't. Okay, where do I want to move? Um, are these these guys okay? The statues over here. What do you mean? Are they okay? Like, are they still standing and like fine? Yeah. Nothing's really happened to them. Yeah. Okay, because like one had a sword, right? Uh, two two had swords. One you like like going going right to left. You blew that one up. Yeah, and then the sword um, way. So the one all the way to the to the left is the faceless um, one. Is the faceless one? All right. This one has a, the one next to him has a sword, and the remaining one on the right side has a spear. All right, I'm gonna walk over to the faceless one. I'm just gonna go. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna run. Just gonna fucking walk over there. All right. Engage my help. Standing from piece of shit. You're not even looking at the skeleton behind you. I'm not even worried about that guy. <laughs> um, 
Lucian's turn. This man needs to heal. He's going to give himself a... Just a Cure Wounds. For 10 points of healing. He's fucking oh. tanking today. Uh, I'm taking a couple of hits. <laughs> Yendal, your turn. Okay. Um, You're engaged with one to your left. I am. I am. Uh, yeah. Let's attack it. Where's my... Uh, 21 to hit. And then there'll be... Uh, 11 points of slashing damage. Alright, you give him a good thwack. Across the bones. I'll finish him off. Hopefully. Uh, 27 to hit. And... Yes, I mean, come, please, come on, please. <laughs> 14 points of damage. Alright, that will do it. You smite him down. All right. Uh, and I yell, "Where, where, where are we doing? Where are we going? <laughs> What's the plan? Are we getting out of here?" Yeah, you guys, we didn't really get that far yet. I'm just trying <clears throat> not to die. Yeah. Please, please, no. okay. I'll move. Uh, I'll have Bibbethy clop over, so I'm basically back where I was. Next solution. Are you gonna go around? Or are you gonna try? Or are you gonna jump again? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not gonna jump. I'm just gonna walk. I'm just gonna walk around and basically be like one square further to the southeast. Okay. Um, this Lone Ranger's turn. Oh wait, is it? Does another guy under there? I think that guy's dead though. There's just one guy left. Okay. He wants to get one last crit, but he doesn't. He misses. Uh, Zola, it's your turn. Gonna... I'm not messing around. Oh, wait. Why can I move? Who is this that I can move? That's, um, Rogar. You and Tyler both have control over both your characters, because you guys play on the same computer and stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Alright, cool. I'm gonna go right here. Go for my breath weapon right at him. And send him down. Um, he fails and dies. We are out of initiative as the bones have stopped coming. <clears throat> the hunter has stopped hunting. And yeah. That is it. Anything else you guys would like to do in this room? I take I take a dagger and I carve a face into the faceless bronze statue. All right, give me a sleight of hand to see how good it looks. Hey, it can look shitty. <laughs> it's not about what it looks like. It's about the fact that I'm I conquered the room. Um, what was it? Seven. <laughs> it's a smiley face. It it looks like the the fork from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that creep. Yeah. Okay. Now the you know the more I read the like things that they left us, I think that guy for our note, Devlin Bashir or whatever. I think this was the room that his crew made it to. 
So the four-armed gargoyle we fought, the tomb guardians tore sewer to pieces, and with him we lost the star fallen. So like I think these might be the tomb guardians. Maybe maybe. With the, the the statues or the skeletons? I don't know. I feel like we've been in a lot of tombs, a lot of guardians, and I think like this. I don't know why this tomb was being guarded so heavily, but like they, you know, their sharp points would have torn anyone to pieces. Uh, I don't know why Seward had the star, whatever the star fallen is, but there's a doppelganger in their midst. Which is interesting. So, like, we gotta be on the lookout for, like, a creepazoid. Um, what if this note is a trick? That's fair. I'm not convinced anything is true. Guys, I'll be honest with you, I had this thought during the thing right before Lucian took all that damage. I was like, what if he's the traitor? And he's turned on us. And I feel really bad for wishing that karma on him, <laughs> but I just... This room made me really freaked out. More <laughs> than the others. I don't know. He's been, he's he's known the most about flackeries thus far. Wait, what? What's happening? Are we? I, mean, I feel like you guys are conspiring against me, and I really <laughs> don't like this mob mentality. I think we. I you know I'm I'm hurting. I'm gonna cast a prayer of healing, and just I don't know. I can't. Sorry, I. You guys are great. I can't deal with that. <laughs> You guys are great. I just can't deal with this. I also, Kawi can't deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too. It's too late. Okay. Yeah. The company of the Yellow Banner. Like yellow. Yellow is a pretty uh, intense literary color. Um. Yeah. It, I can only imagine our souls are to be fed his phylactery. So like, I don't know. Like I like I said. Like this feels like a. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless those guys got turned into zombies, and that's what those things were. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't care to find out. I know that the only thing we didn't do in this room was fully open that sarcophagus, but when I looked in, there was nothing there. Uh, I don't know if someone else wants to, like, re-examine it with me now. Yep. <laughs> if you want to open it all the way and see if anything happens, but, or we can just move on. All the gold and treasure like faded away to dust, right? On top of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's nothing left. Okay. And is it still open? No, I like dropped it shut. Yeah. Um, Zolus like slammed it shut, or it's like dropped it and it it the lid shut. And is there anything special adorning the top of it? Uh, just a a carving of oh the stork, right? The bird. Yeah, the stork looking. Bird. All right. Um. Yeah. Why don't we hook it up to Bimothy and just fucking walk it right out of here? And sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we see what happens when you take a t uh, one of the tombs out of the room it's in? Let's learn. Let's learn. Uh, I have. Are, are we wrapping up or? No, I I just want to know how you're gonna attach this chariot to. Oh, with our rope. We all have rope. I think some of us have magical rope. Yeah, I think somebody has somebody has a rope of climbing or like magic rope, quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. So like, <laughs> but like, how how would you 
like fashion it, right? Are you just putting it like around? Like, what are you, what are you doing? It's just, it's just, it's just rope, a horse, and yeah. a chair. Like a classic, like around his like maybe like through his teeth, like and then like over the back of his head. But you, I feel like you'd want more attached to the to the chest, to like the body, like like yeah. a harness, more yeah. more harness. Okay, so like over the shoulders, down around, and then like. Back, back and then like I'm assuming there's like I don't know like a loop or a hole in the front of the of this yeah. chariot that we can loop the rope through. Is presumably that's how this chariot used to work. If it ever worked at all, is I mean is is it solid wood? Like is there now? It's I mean it's it's bronze. It's solid bronze. bronze. I mean like is there? It's 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 heavy as fuck. Uh, we should take it just to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it's a, I mean it's. I mean the probably, wheels are probably, probably sell for a lot. Probably expensive. Walk at the yeah. Bucket. I mean, I don't know. It's on wheels. It'll uh, it'll roll. <laughs> roll. It's got some leverage. We can push. Let's give it a go. All right. Uh, give me a animal handling to see how well you, with advantage because you're using magical rope. Not because of how well you can Bimthy and my excellent connection. Sure, you haven't summoned him in like two years. So in the game, but you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, animal hand, uh, animal handling with advantage. Where's the advantage? Let's do this in here. God, I should have done this on my own dice. Uh, well, uh, I, you're. I mean, it's not pretty. There's a couple of knots that uh, you know a a a, a sailor might scoff at. Um, but there is rope. There is rope around him. No way, I have to the, <laughs> There is attached to the trailer. Uh, yeah, you got yourself a a spectral horse pulling a bronze. Chariot with a stone sarcophagus in the back. I mean, excellent. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, my background is actually sailor. Apparently, that's uh, that's a shame. <laughs> Someone's embarrassed. Someone in my backstory is embarrassed. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Is there anything else you guys want to do? We'll uh, end it there. Yeah, we can end there. I, I I opened the tomb. <laughs> you you looking for the sarcophagus? Yep. It's you crack it open as Yandar's fa- like fashioning a harness for Pipithy. You just kind of like you like go in the back and just peek peek in there. Uh, it's it's empty. Oh, uh, all right. It was empty climax. Did you think I was lying? No, I just I don't know. <laughs> magic is magic. Take off my emerald necklace that I donned early in the fight, and I put it in the tomb for good luck and close the lid. I don't. I, I try to do it sneakily though. I don't want anybody to see that I did that. All right, trying to just get rid of all my items. Yeah, this isn't a trash can, Tyler. Where <laughs> 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 doesn't know the difference? Oh, it feels. All right. Game, I'm 
fucking exhausted. Same. Catch you guys <laughs> next time. guys uh here's another episode for you this one took three months so that's that's my bad i started grad school so had a lot on my plate but i'll be rolling them out don't you worry all right till next time peace
My fun fact today is that I fucking hate horses.